everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Journey of the Road Runner. Paul here. And Adriana, and we are outside together. <laughs> Distanced. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how this is going to sound. It looks like the... the um, Volumes. Yeah, it looks like it's up good enough. Yeah, right. yeah. We'll so find we'll out, see. right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, so it's been beautiful lately. Yeah, it has, especially uh, for you. You're running. I've been out on my bike. Biking. Yep. Yeah. Um, see, I went two days in a row this week, which I don't usually do because I want to give my ankle a rest and everything. It, it, ankle. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went on Wednesday. I, I did my the route that I usually do because it's closer to my house over by the water um, and I think it was like the end of week 8 of the 10k training because it was like a a, um, a full 30 minute run so and that's the furthest I've done oh, you know, without stopping in a while and you know it's a pretty good distance too it's like I'm running further than good. before I um, oh I don't know if I don't think we mentioned it last time, like, um, we didn't record last week, but the, a couple of Saturdays ago, I tried running in the middle of the day, and then my ankle kind of, like, I do remember you up. saying that, yeah. Yeah. I think you posted it. It's so hard to tell what we... <laughs> yeah, the days blur by. Yeah, <laughs> I did listen to our lot. I usually listen after we put it out just to see, you know, how offensive I actually was. <laughs> so, uh, but I don't remember if you said it there or on your social media. I honestly yeah. have to tell you, I don't, I don't love social media, but I always check out what you're doing. Yeah. Well, and you're inspirational too, you know. So it's it's good to plus you're my client. So I'm like, what's he up to? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and, and it's like you're like my ankle hurt. I'm like, all right. Like I, I knew before I even talked to you that we needed to work on yeah stability. And it, you know, it's it's one of those things we just got to stay on top of. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we yeah because I don't I because we didn't record last week and that's when I would have mentioned it. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was doing homework. It was on a Saturday. I was sitting outside and then my um my brain just totally shut down. So around two or three o'clock, I decided, oh, what the hell, I'll um, go for a run. I'll get the blood flowing. Yeah. You know, when when you're running, you know, like your mind, your, your mind runs, and um, yeah. you come up with ideas and stuff like that. So yeah. it's really good mentally too. So and it was it was hot out, but it wasn't like oppressive, like it, yeah, like it had been. And it was like a pretty good run, and I made it. At that point, that was the furthest I had run, and I never realized that there's like another bridge to to go over. So I'm like discovering oh, cool. <laughs> new things on my <laughs> runs now. So I got to the top of the bridge, and then the the app said, "Oh, you're halfway done." So then I turned around and I was coming back, and then not too long after that, then I could feel my ankle was like hurting, and I was and I know I was limping really bad. So then I just shut it down. I just walked the rest of the way in, and then I. As soon as I got home, I put my foot up and I put ice on it and everything. Fine. Yeah, and um, so I decided to wait, you know, before I tried running on it again. And then I think by Wednesday, by that last Wednesday, it, it was starting to, it was feeling better. So I decided to test it out, and then it was, it was fine. It was like nothing happened. Oh, good. So, so. Yeah, it's kind of scary that I know how to treat my, right. my injuries now. Well, I, you know, I don't know if it was, so it's around the same time. I don't know if it was like something in the weather. And we've talked about this before. Definitely, you know, injuries or prior injuries are affected by the weather. That arthritis that I have in my ankle that was broke 
it, it hadn't bothered me in ages. As a matter of fact, someone asked me how my ankles are doing. I'm like, awesome. My back's feeling great. My ankles are awesome. And then out of nowhere, it hurt. I thought there was something wrong with it. Because uh-huh. it hurt. And it was around the same time yeah. you were saying. And it hurt for almost two, like a week and a half. And no matter what I did, I don't feel like it got better. And now it's fine. So it must <laughs> be like what arthritis does. You know, I just never had. Even, you know, the fact is even after it's just stiff and I get what it is. And it'll hurt a little. But it was like. Yeah. To the point where I felt like I could have limped, and I was like, Jesus. And I'm wondering if it was just all those like weird storms, pressure in the air. Yeah, the, the pressure, the humidity was yeah. really nasty for a while. Yeah. yeah. I racked up a good electric bill by air conditioner. Yeah, she likes the air conditioner. I'm, I'm more of a, I actually don't mind the heat. I'm a little, I mean, if we're outside, if you look at these leaves, they're starting to turn brown, and I'm like, no, <laughs> <Yeah>. don't go. <laughs> Please. And the back tree has like spots on it. I'm like, no, no I'm not ready. It's going to be a little harder during COVID. And that actually will segue me, wait, me, segue me into, so we have our outdoor boot camp, and you've been to it, Paul. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I'll see you this Saturday there. Um, it's till the end of September, but yeah. I'm going to um, hit up the town and see if they'll let us run it through the end of October. Yeah. I'll probably move it up an hour. So all you listeners who go to the boot camp, I want it'll be a little warmer an hour later, you know, yeah. at 8 o'clock. Um, I'm going to see if we can keep it going till because anyone who works out, outside or has worked out outside or runs bikes anything that you do that you get you you warm up about 20 25 degrees yeah when you're working out and if you're bundled up enough people are not, not everyone wants to go back indoors and even if you do it feels good to be out because we're going to be stuck indoors a lot let's face yeah. it i don't think this covid thing's going anywhere anytime soon and yeah. um so if i can push this into october yeah. And really to the end. And like, so what? You have November and Christmas, and that's not going to be as bad because it's like holiday stuff. Yeah. January is going to be tough. Yeah, like January, February. I mean, yeah. even if we get a couple nice days, I'll just do like a blast on the internet, like we yeah. do an outdoor class, <laughs> you know? Um, but I am going to try to push it so we can keep the momentum up. Yeah, because um, you're right. Like, once it gets the weather starts getting mm-hmm. worse, we're going to be stuck inside. And so. I think that a lot of people are going to come back to the gym who. You know, this is the crazy thing. I hear people say, and I've asked people, like, you know, who aren't in the gym right now that I've seen, and they're like, I'm like, oh, you, you're thinking about coming back to the gym? Like, well, not yet. I'm like, but you're at restaurants. Yeah. And yes, they're outdoors, but people are still near each other, and they're not with masks at all. At least in the gym, you're actually with them. Yes, they walk through the restaurant with masks, but let's face it, like, some people, like, get up out of their table. Like, you have a, it's not any less of a risk in an outdoor restaurant. Yeah. And if anything, there's drinking going on so people get sloppier. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least in the gym, like we, it is mandatory to wear your mask around people and you can take it off or down when you're not around people. And yeah. we've had, I think we had our third walkthrough yesterday and we've been kicking ass. Yeah, it's like everything's like sanitized and everything. Everybody wipes down the right. machines and, before and, you know, and you after. And you don't need your mask to work out if you're by yourself. And you, yeah. I mean, anyone who's a total fitness member knows we have a lot of space in that gym. Yeah. And we have a lot of space separate from other space so you can get away from people yeah yeah exactly you know even our busiest time there right now is not super busy and i really feel like we're doing a good job so it's i'm trying to get more people to understand it's safer and i've heard people say stuff and i'm like like you guys are at places that aren't even as safe as the gym like i don't want to hear it you were just down at like whatever bar that's like now it has a restaurant but like yeah. really isn't a restaurant you know what i mean like but that's okay <laughs> so it's it's interesting and this you know i think we've talked about this there's like three people three types of people in this there's the people who are just like oh it's 
really not bad, and, and I don't really care. I'm not going to wear my mask, and blah, blah. It's like the flu, like the fucking people who just don't care about any medical advice. Right. Because they know everything. Then you got us, who I feel like we're cautious, where no one wants to catch it, where, you know, I'm afraid of getting something that could potentially damage me later. Uh-huh, yeah. You know, do I think I'll live? Yeah. Do I want to spread it to my mom, to my friend's baby? No. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I'm cautious, but I'm also not going to be paranoid. And then you have the people who literally are outdoors 20 feet apart with a mask on. Yeah. But no one's around. <laughs> Driving in the car <laughs> by themselves. By themselves <laughs> you know? It's like the condom in bed by yourself. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Like, you're very safe from your, your own breath. So, I mean, but, you know, as far as the gym goes, you know, you can vouch it's safe and it feels good to be in there. And I work yeah. there every day and I'm, I feel fine. I get randomly tested, knock on wood. I've passed everyone so far. Yep. So. Yeah, and uh, today I, I went into the gym. I took I took today off, so I went in a I little bit later. Sprinting. Yeah, and I did like the weights and everything. I do work my upper body today, and that was like the most people I've seen at the gym. It's weird because it's like you think people would be working or something. I think like that. people working from home are taking lunches and going in the middle of the day because they think it's going to be less busy. And yeah. I think a lot of people have the same idea. Yeah. Because I've seen well, a lot of people there, like you said, midday, who I used to see either early in the morning or late at night. Yeah. And I've, I'm used to their schedules just because I'm used to seeing yeah. people. And I've seen them there in the middle of the day, like, randomly, at like around, like, noon or 10 or 11, like, almost like, oh, I'm just going to take off work for an hour. Yeah, today was, like, around, I was there, like, around 8, 30, 9 o'clock, and that was, like, the most people I've seen. Mm. But even with all those people, there was still room to, to yeah. do that, so. It's been good. Yeah, yeah. And we have a so. lot of elderly people who are going, and I asked one lady, she's got to be, like, 80 or close to it. She's in her late 70s, I think. Uh-huh. I said, you feel safe here? She goes, listen, if I keep exercising, I'm going to stay healthy. She's like, my yeah. immune system isn't going to be very good if I don't exercise. And I'm like, well, yeah. she gets it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and she's a very at-risk person by age-wise. Yeah. But I think most people, you know, again, it's, it's all about caring for each other and trying to un- un- understanding that it's not taking away your rights because people ask you to wear a mask it's it's you're trying to protect the people around you and that's i think at least in rhode island we kind of have it right yeah luckily yeah because like, some places yeah. i'm like yeah, they see the videos like people licking plexiglass and i'm like <laughs> what is happening and it's just insane to me um and I'm watching, and I'm like, what is going on with these people? Like, they're spitting at, like, cashiers. And I'm like, no one should be doing these kind of things to people. Yeah, you know yeah, it's mean? ridiculous. Um, So, yeah, well, it, people were outside, and there's a delivery driver, so me and Paul were just seeing what was happening <laughs> right in front of the couch. Okay. Um, so, yeah, and I, I think, you know, and we talked about this before, too. Um, People are starting to do more things outdoors, and we'll get into, like, the gardening thing. I, I did a huge raised bed garden, and... um. You know, now is the time to eat your own food. Yep. Um, go to farm. If you don't have a garden, you can still eat the seasonal food in Rhode Island. You have um, farmer's markets. And if you guys are around here, Johnson's grows a lot of their own food there. They have tons of stuff right now, their own food, local stuff. Yep. So there's tons of local stuff right now um, that you can be eating. And, and there's a lot of benefits to us being kind of stuck outdoors and you know, instead of indoors, where people can, like, my friend went to get a bike and she couldn't find one. There's, like, no pools, yeah. apparently. Like, people are buying pools and bikes, I guess. And, well, because who knows what's going to happen and if this is something that next summer we're looking at. Yeah, where yeah. Where you want to have, you know, in the bikes, the outdoors thing. So, um, because I bounced back, I did want to talk, and we were going to talk about food, the seasonal recipes and stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, we only had one 
one asked about what they could make, and it was with tomatoes, which I think is a really good question because everyone has tomatoes. Even if you're not a garden person, I feel like a lot of people grow tomatoes. Yeah. Um, one thing, and Paul, I want you to chime in with whatever you have because I feel like anyone can really... Obviously, the easy one, you get some fresh mozzarella, and if you have some fresh basil, you do a little balsamic vinegar and oil on top of uh-huh. You know, tomato, mozzarella, basil, that's really good. That caprese, you could do a sat over arugula or kale if you have kale right now. Um, but one of the things that we like to do, Cindy does it a little different than me. She boils her t- the tomatoes and, like, boils them yeah. down. I actually just throw the whole tomatoes in food processor with garlic, cloves, basil, like fresh basil, fresh, fresh oregano. Um, and I make a, like, a, you know, a, ta- a Rhode Island Italian, a, a red gravy. <laughs> <laughs> but like a, a spaghetti sauce, um, a marinara, and you can add anything you want to it. So if you want to make it a gravy, you can add some meat and stuff. But once you get it all mixed up, it's not like you have to really do a lot. You can throw a carrot in there to take the acidity out. Yeah. And then you have a spaghetti sauce. And if you get a lot of tomatoes, it's super easy to do. You just basically cook it all day. You know. Uh, you know, I never heard of um, adding a carrot to get rid of the acidity. That that's better than um sugar. sugar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah actually, <laughs> I never I even knew about that. A long time ago, probably from my mom and um you can eat the carrot after too it's really good uh, but it does it it eats away at it and it's healthy i mean it's yeah. like you said now you're not adding a sugar like white sugar brown sugar whatever yeah. you're actually using and you don't technically it depends on how bad if you get like acid reflux or anything yeah. i've eaten it without any anything to take the acid out and i've been fine yeah you know it just depends i guess on how you cook it yeah like if, you're, if you're one of those people who wants to just like cook it super fast or if you're going to actually let it cook down a lot mm-hmm. um but that's a great and i mean who doesn't love sauce yeah on and anything it, yeah i'm just making your own sauce i've well, done that, that before and that's the whole thing with you and i saw the picture you put on facebook like we have zucchini and spaghetti squash you can make zoodles yeah you can either buy a zoodler like my mom got one for christmas for cindy and it, you put the thing in and it's, it plugs in and it zoodles yeah but they have them at job lot the crank you ones. turn them yeah yeah i mean spaghetti yep. squash we have a bunch of that in the yard right now and um we can use that so you can make the sauce and then use all your stuff and i'm not getting sick of zoodles at all yeah i'm no, not yeah. sick of any of this <laughs> and it's interesting because you don't have this stuff as fresh as you normally do and it tastes so different yeah like it really i feel really i mean i guess it's kind of like a almost like you're proud too that you grew your own food but yeah. it really is a more satisfying food when you're actually like you grew it or you bought it local and it's, it's fresh like it just literally got picked so it's it's a different feeling when you eat it um and there's a lot of other stuff you can do with tomatoes too it depends on the, on the tomato like yeah i do something with um um with cherry tomatoes and cucumbers and then I just like mix it with like olive oil and vinegar and you know just some salt on like it a and, salad and yeah, yeah 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 and that's you know it's good you know side dish vegetable oh, side yeah. dish so something nice and simple hi guys <laughs> hola muy bien y tu I'll come see you again um that's our my neighbors um we're on podcast and I'm like yelling at everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, we we definitely have a lot of uh, a lot of different things we can do, and like you said, the, it depends on the tomato. Um, if you get those big, big, big tomatoes, yep. you can kind of dig them out and stuff them. Yep. You know those big, giant, like yeah. I think they're um. It's a big boys or something. What are they called? The heirloom like ones and the beefsteak. Yeah, yeah. And you can dig them out, and dig out the insides, and put like. 
different things mm. in them. Almost like a, like a stuffed pack with yeah, a tomato thing. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. I just had them now, and I, I just don't get sick of them. Um, yeah, if you have Roman potato, um, Roman, yeah, Roman tomatoes, those are good to make the sauce with. Mm. So what you can do is, usually when you get tomatoes, you get a whole bunch in all at once. So you can, like, make a sauce and then freeze it, you know, that oh, way yeah. you have it for the, the winter. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that, that, too, um, jarring. I was just talking to a client today about jarring tomatoes because we have so many. Oh, yeah. And just putting them in the jars. And I guess you can boil. You, I thought you boiled it. Of course, me. I would have, I'm would. i going to have to YouTube this. I thought you boil a top, like flip it up. And he's like, no, you boil a jar. And I guess it sucks the. Oh, yeah. It, once that thing Locks sucks it in. down. Yeah, and I'm ready to do that this year. I bought a, um, what are those? A zip, a zip lock. No, what are they called? Um, I'm like. Oh, uh, vacuum. Back. Oh, vacuum. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, vacuum seal. Yeah. So much kale. Remind me to give you some before you leave. So much kale. And I'm like, I, I don't know why I planted all this kale. It's like too much almost. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, now I'm going to have to literally like cut all this kale down and vacuum seal it. I'm going to empty yeah. my freezer out this weekend actually so I can start doing that. Yeah. But then again, it's like now you have these things that you grew or you bought local and you can keep them for the winter. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Especially who knows what's going to happen this winter. Right. Are, right. Oh, I got an um, email at work yesterday. Now we're not even thinking about going back into the office until at least January. So <laughs> I'm sure it's going to get pushed out even further oh, yeah. after that. It, but, I yeah. think they just keep doing they the whole, keep... <laughs> like, wait a little longer. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm confident where we live that we're going to be okay. Because people are like, well, the second wave, the second wave. I'm like, I think we're going to see it around the country. But I think she's really got a good handle on closing things like when something goes wrong I think the data uh -huh. they're collecting yeah it's like oh where did it come from let's stop it it's almost like they're they're containing the problems before yeah. they, they have an outbreak yeah exactly well, yeah. i mean let's see what happens with the schools and the colleges yeah. i feel like younger kids are better than the actual like college kids are awful i mean yeah how are you acting in your 20s <laughs> I know. safety third <laughs> you're not an adult until you're like 25 no, i think <laughs> these kids don't even care about catching an std never let alone COVID. <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean at least hopefully you can live through covid you know you're gonna get some college herpes those are gonna last a lifetime <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know or a kid even worse i think <laughs> You know, that's really yeah, that'll that'll cost you a lot more than some Valtrex. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so it's it's really an interesting uh it's really an interesting time for everybody and we did this whole thing during COVID and we talked about how um how are you gonna what's your perspective on it and how are you benefiting by being depressed or not or being pissed or being angry it's how are we going to get through this i mean you started running again and that really saved you i bet yeah you know? yeah definitely yeah it's like the one because i don't go out or anything like i don't go to restaurants right. i think i might have been to one if anything i just do takeout but um yeah like i have mo some momentum built up now and let's face it yeah. i'm i you know as a hopefully back to running sooner than later a runner will run in every temperature just about yeah right so if you are a runner and you're listening to this you know that this is the one thing that you have that you should be thankful for mm -hmm. that you can get going and doing even when it's cold i think my i had like a rule as i got older the the temperature went up because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was like all right i can't handle my friends would go out and they're like it's gonna be like nine degrees we'll just bundle up i'm like nope i'm like it's gotta be like double digit now it's gonna be like 30 like 28 to 30 you know and it, it just gets worse with age what you're gonna actually run through you know um yeah i actually just got cleared to surf i have pt right after this today uh -huh. and um i got cleared to surf i'm biking i see my 
back doctor in September, and that's when I'm going to ask about running. I mean, yeah. I did play soccer with my seven and five year old nephew, and I ran, and I didn't feel bad at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I still yeah. get stiff, and it's a little sore sometimes, and you know, we have issues yeah. like that. <laughs> sometimes it might be just that because you haven't been able to do anything, so it's like coming back again. Well, sometimes <laughs> I feel like today I'm a little. I mean, I rode my bike like crazy the other day. And, you know, I was, my hamstrings were tight. So sometimes I even think, like, you know, I know tight hamstrings bother your back for sure. But, like, I've noticed because of the surgery, my hamstrings were actually a lot tighter after. Like, whatever they cut through back there, it definitely yeah. made my hamstrings feel a hell of a lot tighter. So, tighter, yeah. you know, now I'm, now I'm looking at it as, like, it's a, it's a slow process that I'm, it, honestly, and, I'm, again, I can't stand the fact that we're having this disease and the quarantine and the way the world is, but... There's no races and there's no soccer and there's no pressure for me to feel right. like I want to be better sooner. Yeah. Because there's nothing to do, so it's actually making it easier to heal. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, now is the time. Like now that I don't have all these. Because of course, if there was obstacle races or if there was soccer, <laughs> I'm like, maybe I can do one of those. Yeah. Soon. You know, <laughs> oh, like I might push it. Like. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I. Yeah. The same thing happened to me. Like the summer, I've been able to. That's why my ankle's so much better. I'm able to like recover more instead of because i wanted to do a whole bunch of i want to do at least like four or five Races. states yeah. yeah but yeah now i'm just like focusing on just doing know, it getting stronger yeah and, that's yeah. that's what it is and i think that's that you know and we i think we're po- we're very po- we're sensitive people me and you but we're positive about like there is there is a really positive thing for me personally for you yeah. with our like, our physical state if there's an injury or something that you're working through there's not the pressure or I wouldn't even just call it pressure like it's a negative thing but it's like the excitement to do something yep. isn't there because there's yeah. nothing to do yeah. except get better so the excitement is actually around healing like I'm excited that I have this time to heal versus I'm excited to do this race I probably shouldn't be doing it yet mm-hmm. maybe if I had two more months to heal I'd be awesome but hey I'll just go and do it half ass and you know you don't do that right no yeah exactly <laughs> I'm just not gonna do I'm not gonna push myself all the way yeah. that's the worst thing I've ever like said and you know, it's not true the only time I've ever been able to actually do something like that is if I go with the team that I've trained who haven't done anything before right yeah because then it's like you're, we're hanging yep. back exactly so yeah. it feels like I can do that but I'm lying to myself and anyone else if I say I'm gonna just not push myself at a race I trained for. <laughs> yeah, like um, when we did the, um, the, was it the tough scrambler before? Like you, you hung back with us, but you had done the elite one earlier yeah. in the day. I think. <laughs> yeah, I did the elite one. So, so that, that was morning. like your second one right. you're hanging back with. Well, that's your second time doing it. It was. In that one was day. a lot of fun. <laughs> and, and the thing is, like you said, I'm hanging back and I'm enjoying the camaraderie too. I don't feel the yeah. pressure of trying to go as fast and hard as I can. Mm. You know, I was talking to Karen about this yesterday actually, and I'm like, I, when I get back at it, I don't want to go right to a, a freaking Spartan Beast or an Ultra. Like, yeah. I want to do like a race, maybe like another Tough Mudder where there's a team of us. Right, And yeah. there's some people who aren't as fast and strong or they might not have done it. Where I feel like we get to hang, we train together, we race together, and then we party together. Yeah, exactly. And it's not like I'm trying to just kill it the whole time. Yeah. It's more about checking on the team. Like, I'm I'm the coach there. I'm not the, the like, I'm not the actual, um, you know... I'm not trying to perform. Right, yeah. And I'm not yeah. trying to kick ass. Like, yeah. I'm trying to kick ass at being, a, like, a coach and a leader and having fun with my team and helping other people get successful versus me trying to just crush it and, oh, that hurts, I'll just push through it, I'll finish the race. Yeah. You know, and that's that's where I don't want to be, and it, I think for you too, you want to get in these other states and start doing yeah, your, exactly. you know, I'm flying out, I want to do this, and it's like, we can't. 
So <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, like, yeah, you're talking about, you know, with competing and everything, and, like, when you do those races, like, not only are you usually, like, the top woman, but you're, like, beating out, like, all these top guys that and you well, piss off. Well, the smaller off. ones. Yeah. yeah. The smaller, the small, the tough scrambler, definitely. <laughs> that, that one I've done really well in. Um, not the big, big ones, because they actually paid athletes. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's just not, there's not mm. enough money and time and things like that to be that good. Like, I was listening, I think I told you I was listening to this podcast, and I, I was talking to a client about this, and it was so, at first I was like, this is awesome, this is cool, I want to try this. And then I'm listening, and I'm like, I can't afford a, oh, and I get I get in my ice bath, and then I get in my hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> right, yeah. And by the end, I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> because it's like, that's not realistic for people like right, us. Right, yeah. And it almost makes you feel defeated, because it's like, man, I wish I had that. I wish I could heal like that. Mm. I wish I had, and it's not even about being rich or anything, it's about having enough to be able to do that or right, even the yeah. time like you know oh i spend 20 minutes foam rolling when i get up in another hour in my hyperbaric chamber in my this and that and i'm like listen and i'm like i'm actually like of course you're jealous or resentful but i'm also it, it feels defeating yeah i'm like man like i can't ever get better like that like what am i gonna do so then you're like kind of just like oh like at first i was listening to these podcasts with some of these athletes like obstacle racing athletes and i'm just like it's great it's awesome information but then i'm like oh well and I looked something up to do, like some test, and you can do it online, and it was like $350. And I'm like, not that I didn't expect it to be expensive, but it's just like that on top of, oh, put in this code, and you can get 20% off your $5,000 thing for your yard or your infrared sauna. And I'm just like, yeah, maybe we can afford to pick one. Yeah. But it's like even the treatments that like you want, I'm like, oh, all right, this place is in California, and of course none of it's paid, covered medically. Right, yeah. So now is like the time when, you know, I'm doing – um peptides remember we were talking about that and um I'm, i got him off um a doctor that i use he's a regenerative medicine guy and they're three something a month 300 something a month so i'm like okay i can swing that yeah. you know and it's it's something that you're not going to get with modern medicine and it's safe um a peptide is a similar component to a protein but it's less components basically i'm not a good chemistry person but um it's it's just it's a lot who knows if it's going to work or not but it's safe and it's a, a so now, what is that is that like an, an injection yeah like, and yeah. you get it from so you want to get it from a compound pharmacy or get a doctor to get you it i have a doctor get it from, so it's a prescription yeah. oh, okay. it comes in like you can get them from research labs online but you know there's a lot of people saying don't or like the american-made companies are they really american-made are they buying them off alibaba in china right. and then putting their labels you know what i mean like the label was made in america not a lie you know so yeah. it's like that, there's that risk and there's a bunch of different peptides but I did do a lot of research on them and I'm like you know what it can't hurt to try and I can afford it yep. you know and the HSA we have um, I've gotten PRP which is platelet rich plasma injections uh -huh. they take out your blood they spin the white blood cells out and they basically put an anticoagulant in it so you're and okay. then they re-inject it back in Mm -hmm. So your blood doesn't coagulate, and it's it's the platelets basically are supposed to heal, help heal the injury. Okay. But yeah. again, these aren't guaranteed fixers. But it's along the path of not surgery, not cortisone. How yeah, can not we as heal? invasive. Yeah, yeah. You're healing your body with your own blood. You're right. Yeah. I mean, what what could possibly go wrong? Nothing really, you know, unless something with a needle. But like, it's just the the money factor is frustrating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, I just said this the other day. I'm like, I don't want to go out there. I'm okay being a homebody, and I feel like you know what. I'm going to heal during COVID. Yeah. Just try to not get COVID and heal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't get sick, you know? 
And I mean, I'm sure, now you're writing a memoir, right? You've been doing yeah. some cool stuff during COVID. That's <laughs> yeah. an awesome accomplishment. Yeah, I just started that yesterday, so yeah, I'm gonna do, it's gonna be the journey of the Roadrunner. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, we gotta talk so, about that. Yeah, so like I basically, I, you know, I get ideas in my head. So like I'm starting off, cause I originally got the idea when I was um, after, well, I was still recovering from my bad ankle injury, and I was out running on Blackstone Boulevard, and then the, the idea came in my head. So that's where I'm starting off. Okay. How the idea got in my head, and then I'll like go back to my high school days. Yeah. When I, and then, then, um, then I'll talk about cover each state, because I was thinking about it. I've done 10 states so far. Every single state has like a story. So yeah, I have a, I I have a lot to... Some of those awesome stories. Yeah, so I have a lot to talk about and everything, and then... <laughs> just this year alone is crazy even though it's no races right. so that'll be something yeah, well, and that's, it's awesome because i mean you know like you've read running book actually i have a book you let me borrow i gotta finish it and give it back to you um i mean reading people's stories about their fitness especially normal people yeah you know and again i kind of bounce back to like hearing like uh, it, don't get me wrong i want to learn like what these like great athletes are doing but a lot of the times it's stuff where not it's not reality for us yeah it's not touchable or you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like hearing your story is inspiring. It makes people go, Oh, you know what? Normal people can do this. Look yeah. at his story. He's doing this awesome thing. Yeah, yeah, like I'm not running two hour marathons or anything. I'm like a normal No, person, but you're yeah. you're traveling yeah. around the country. Yeah, and I can tell no all the people's stories and yeah, stuff. No one yeah. that I I've never heard of anyone going around to do five Ks in every fifty states. Yeah. You should do Puerto Rico too. It's beautiful there. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and that's that's like another thing where it's like that's something different it's inspiring you have a good story and it's it's you're a, you know a middle class dude mm-hmm. just doing something cool yeah. so people who are kind of in the same boat as us and or like you know just are like oh I, I you know I'm reading this book about this and it's like oh this is a cool book but like that's not something I could do or I want to do or right. you know it's, it doesn't feel attainable where you're having this story where like I just decided to do this and I'm going to write about these charities and do this and like that's a cool it's a great story yeah you know plus like I mentioned before I'm going for my master's in creative writing so I may as well you right. know, get a jump on putting that yeah. to, to use right so. <laughs> and it's I mean you were just saying this earlier when you're running you get ideas you yep. got one on Blackstone Boulevard I yeah mean, with, you had to keep a little thing in your um like keep a little backpack on with you with pad and pen oh yeah yeah that's why when i started this whole thing i started as a blog so i i you know have stuff written down about that so i got notes from that I some got, of the podcasts well, we did too you talked it when yeah. before this happened you were talking about the places you went and like yeah. charities and things you did and saw yep yep yeah, yeah so yeah so there'll be a lot of fun doing, and I think people will like it. Oh so. yeah, I'll, I'm I'm getting the first autographed coffee. <laughs> and I'm doing it old school. Like, um, I wrote my first story when I was ten years old, and I wrote it in one of those um, spiral notebooks. So that's how I'm starting this one. I'm writing, oh, handwriting so cool. in, in a spiral notebook. That's so cool. Yeah. Then I'll like type it out, and then you know I'll be able to edit it as I'm typing. Because yeah. you know when you look through it. Uh, a second time you, you see stuff that you want to fix oh, yeah. up and everything so yeah totally cool. good for you Paul <laughs> yep that's uh, awesome uh, and we, we like talk about like positive like like books and stuff like that I want to mention like this awesome documentary that I just finished watching yesterday 
<laughs> it's gonna sound crazy that the title's gonna sound crazy. Of course, it's uh, the resurrection of Jake the Snake. Have you heard of Jake the, the Snake wrestler? Roberts? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm younger than you, but yes, I was definitely born <laughs> into that. Yeah. So he was like a really popular wrestler, and he, um, he's like an alcoholic, and he, um, became like a drug addict and everything, like really hard stuff. So. Um, in his prime, like he was like tall and lanky and everything. He was like, at the beginning of the documentary, he showed how he was in WrestleMania three with ninety three thousand people watching, oh, wow. and then cut to like more Martin like twenty twelve or something like that in the two thousands. He's like in an auditorium with like a few hundred people, and he's like so bloated and huge, and he was like drunk and he was <laughs> trying wrestling, and um. The people wanted him to like to do the DDT, and the guy that was he was wrestling, I guess, was trying to get him to do the DDT, but he was like screwing around because he was drunk and he was like a wreck. He um, basically lost his family; like his kids didn't want to bother with him oh, wow. anymore, or anything. And um, and then he has his friend, um, is another popular wrestler, um, Diamond Dallas Page. He, he became popular in like the mid '90s and stuff. But he has, he created um, this yoga program. Um, it's called DDP Yoga, Diamond Dallas Page <laughs> Yoga. That's so cool. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. I like it. But, um, it's so that he ended up, you know, because Jake was like, uh, he was kind of like Dallas's mentor okay. when he was younger. So then he found out like what a wreck Jake was. So he, he wanted to help him. him. Yeah, yeah. So he had him stay with him. And, um, he was like getting him cleaned up and he was doing like yoga with them. Oh, so like, cool. it's, yeah. And the documentary is incredible. Like you see, yeah, it's not like a Rocky montage where yeah, you're all working out and everything all, all better. You see how awful addiction is. Like yeah. it's not easy at all. And it shows all the warts and everything. Like, you know, he's working at it and stuff, but it's not, right. <laughs> it's not that easy. There's like a lot of setbacks and everything. But it, it shows the strength of the human spirit. Yeah. Basically, it's so positive. And, you know, it, you know, because this is like a running podcast and this like has to do with athletes and stuff and yoga. We've right. <laughs> had Trisha on talking about yoga and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'd the like power to have her on again, actually. I'm yeah, definitely. But at the end, like, um, this really got me. But um, there's like a quote that. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page was at an event he was like speaking at a podium and um, he said never underestimate the power you give someone by believing in them and never underestimate the power you give yourself by believing in you awesome. so, I thought that was like it's really, really good especially when you think about who these guys were so I had a dog named Bruno from Bruno San Martino oh, yeah. so like my dog was named after the wrestler I was little I think I was like 8 or 7 or something but we got this dog and that's what we named him Yeah. so like that, that wrestling that was big in our generation back then yeah yeah. You know? yeah I know like a lot of people say well of course it's like fake it's like storytelling but these people really like get injured they oh yeah they're, they're athletes for Absolutely. sure and, and it's, it's awesome that they turned but, to yoga yeah like, that's yeah. really inspiring they went from like slamming into each other like, remember yeah. the stories how they like oh they, they tape razor blades on them yeah so they bleed. like you hear all these like crazy stories <laughs> yeah but there's like times when it's not planned and they really cut themselves yeah. they really get stitches they really break bones yeah like, it doesn't look somebody fun. honestly like, it didn't look fun to me ever yeah. it was entertaining but like i didn't find that i would like actually enjoy it <laughs> So it's kind of a, it's inspiring that they both ended, well, 
they ended up doing yoga. Yeah. All things. yeah. Not like running or anything <laughs> like, oh, we're going to do yoga. We, yeah. we slammed around enough. <laughs> and because he's, he, um, Dallas is a, a wrestler, like these wrestlers, they have all kinds of like major, you know, problems like uh, I think Jake might have had somebody had like a hip replacement mm. surgery so and he has like all these modifications and everything so and he actually has a system that you can like buy online and oh, everything wow, so cool. yeah yeah that's cool so yeah so that was I don't know it, it's the documentary the resurrection of Jake the snake it's on uh, it's for free on Amazon Prime so oh, cool. I out. highly recommend it because it, it's not about wrestling it's about no, it's you know about journey. yeah exactly and yeah and it doesn't show wrestling except right. the beginning when it shows like how he fell what they were doing yeah yeah that's cool I'll yeah. have to check it out I'm actually looking to look at a couple um documentaries this weekend there's another one I already forgot the name of course it's on Netflix I think and it's it's about um you know not modern medicine just kind of alternative medicines Mm-hmm. And things like that and I happened to catch it and I was like oh that looks really interesting so next next time we podcast I'll actually know the name of it <laughs> <laughs> you know, anybody who knows me I usually know what's going on I just can't remember any names titles yeah. People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I'll be reading a book and they're like what are you reading I'm like it's a really awesome book I know everything about the book but I have no idea who wrote it and, you know and usually it's like I'm reading a book about, actually it's about bats on um, back dysfunction on Stuart McGill mm. and um so, and he's the he's a doctor out of Canada, and I'm reading that, and I, I couldn't tell you the title of the book, but I know it's him, because I, that's the yep. guy I'm, you know. But it's I'm terrible with me. I really I don't understand how it's so bad. <laughs> like even like muscles in the body, like I mispronounce all of them. And everyone I was talking to, like Camilla, and she's a chiropractor. If anybody doesn't know her, and I was explaining something, and she's like, "That's not how you say it." She goes, "But you're right about where it is." I'm like, "All that matters. Who who talks Latin anyway?" You know. I used to think the psoas was the psoriasis. I like changed because there's a P, uh-huh. so I didn't silent the P. Because why is there a P there? Like right. put an S. And I was like the psoriasis, and they're like that's not the psoriasis. It's the psoas. I'm like potato, potato, psoriasis, psoas. Potato. Potato. <laughs> you know, potato, it, potato. Right. It, it's it's all it's all relative, people. As long as I can point to it, you know. Um, but yeah, I definitely um, I, I'd like to really get more people talking about what food they have in their gardens because I have a lot of different recipes the tomato one was good uh, you know and we could go on um, with other stuff in the garden but if we get like more specific stuff yeah we can really get into but you know a couple different things if someone's like oh I have these four things in my garden yeah you know or if they have any recipes they do themselves they want to share. That we yeah absolutely of, yeah. share we want to hear from people um i've been trying to put more stuff on my instagram i haven't used this my, my old instagram had way more stuff on it this one i've been kind of lackadaisical on mm. and once you get rid of instagram it's gone it's not like facebook where you like can be pissed and hate social media and <laughs> shut it down and then all right i'll turn it back on i'm like oh that picture is still there great you know <laughs> yeah which i actually despise facebook a lot more but i mean we yeah. we use it we need it yeah so it's kind of in especially in times like these i think if you can put some positive stuff out there and i've been really just trying to not scroll and look at people's stupid yeah. things because you don't want to lose respect for people that you like either. You're like, oh god, no, your opinion is what? Like, it's just, it's, it's more boomer. And I, I don't want to offend any of my boomer friends, but there's like a lot of boomers with like their whole entire, like, just rant about everything that they are, that they think. And it's like, I don't want to look at my friggin' 
uncle's rant about something, and then it's like, share if you love Jesus. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> or send me a rose and send this to 50 of your friends. I'm like, chain letters on Facebook are yeah, the worst. Exactly, like, yeah. And they're always older people, like my mom's friends. This is how you know if they're actually listening, because you'll get a phone call like, I heard you talking about boomers and chain letters on Facebook. <laughs> you know? So... Yeah, we'll definitely, um, hopefully we'll hear from some more people. And any questions about fitness, anything, guys, um, if you hear anything we're talking about and you want to know about, please reach out. Um, again, we're I'm at um, Adriana Ferns on Facebook, and I think Ajoy Lifestyle is my Instagram. Well, I know, actually. And, um, yeah, you can reach me like that. And, guys, please, if you're a member of Total Fitness and you're afraid to come back, at least come and check out the gym and do a little tour and see what we're up to. Yeah, yeah. And you can car goes by <laughs> and you can find me at the roadrunner on twitter and instagram and also the, there's the facebook page the roadrunner and you can email me at the roadrunner one that's the number one at gmail.com yeah and, yep and like you know say we'd love to hear from you if you also if you have any awesome inspiring documentaries mm. books TV shows or something. Anything to keep it positive. Yeah, yeah. Because that, that was like a surprise yeah. <laughs> for me. So you wouldn't even think of that about Jake the Snake Robert. So, yeah. So if you have anything like that, yeah, please share. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so I think that'll wrap things up for now. Yes, so, sir. Until the next time, we'll see you out on the road. Bye.